Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Elongakadi, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of July 24th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Happy Friday, everyone! Yay! So happy! Should I say happy Tuesday? Yay, yay, yay. Well, first and foremost, I want to give a congratulations to you, Gray. Oh, thank you. Because you are now engaged <laughs> yes, in Mortal yes, Kombat. Yes, <laughs> Yep, yep. So, thank you, thank you. Congratulations for you. And that, was, that was the whole reason why you weren't on last week. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty pretty much. Uh, I was at the, uh, the, the beach with my fiancé's family uh girlfriend at the time <laughs> but um yeah uh i popped the question uh last sunday and she said yes and so uh we haven't set a date or anything like that we're still in the early phases but uh yeah we are we are to be wed sometime in the near future so it's exciting yeah, it's your, stuff it's your fiance beyonce now so yes hey i liked it and i put a ring on it <laughs> <laughs> that's her darn sure but yeah, with that, let's continue on to what we've been listening to. Uh, I kind of know the spoiler for this, but tell us what you've been listening to as of late, Gray. Yeah, so uh, I have been listening to this week's MC, uh, which we'll get into. It's it's a divisive one. Uh, shocker there. And uh, we are uh, also, I've been listening to an upcoming project uh, I don't think we've announced yet, so... I'll be vague about that, but I've been listening to that, uh, and it's very interesting. And mostly, I've been I have been listening to uh, article we're going to be talking about. I've been listening to all the news and stuff, so I have to keep being vague. Uh, but something I can talk about that I've been listening to is uh, '80s classic music because when I was on the beach, like they just kept playing like '80s music. So I've been listening to a bit of that, which I know and not Japanese music stuff like that. Uh, but uh, when I was able to get back to it, uh, I was able to listen to a little bit of High Five. Not a lot, just a little bit of it. I've been focusing mostly on projects and stuff like that. So I have not been doing a whole lot of enjoyment listening. Like I said, like there's like one song I've had on repeat that um, we'll talk about later that uh, I, ab- I absolutely fell in love with. But... Uh, mostly that i've been listening to persona 5 music uh because you know damn that game is good and i've been playing royal but nothing too crazy nothing too crazy what have you guys been listening to probably a lot more interesting than me so i've been listening to yonezu kenshi especially with this new song that came out i love it and i've been listening to the famous seiyu who i don't think she's done much new lately is horie yui i've been going through her older albums when i've been in the car and i love her voice it's so beautiful and so cute and her singing voice does not when you see what she looks like and you hear her singing voice it's really interesting because she does not sound how she looks when she sings and it's even more interesting to watch her do all her her voice at her seiyu characters um, what else have I been listening to? Uh, well, this week's Music Corner. And been listening to a lot of summery type of tracks. Some of Kodok- Kodokumi's summer album. 
and what else? Cream, banana lemon, discovered um, some artists that I remember from back in the day that I didn't really listen to. One was Tameoka Sonomi, and then discovered a hip-hop group called Sick Chicks, which I ended up really liking, and also some Toyama Mire, and just random tracks that iTunes would recommend, and I'd just be like, oh, I'll check this one out. So what about you, Ken? What have you been listening to? So I've been listening to Rosalia's latest album, Wall, which isn't no surprise there, because uh, like I said last week, ever since the collector's edition came in, I've been trying to find me in Wassner's, which is the concert that I went to last year on it, and I, I'm, I'm trying to find me. I'm, it's very the, the quick pan shots that they have for the audience has been very difficult, but I will find me eventually, me and Renford for that is. But besides that, I've been listening to a lot of Syrup as of late. Uh, his Hopeless Romantic song was a very, very amazing to, to point in cred there. And I've been listening to his latest track online featuring Ram Defoe, which is also really good. I also went to Exile for a bit for Exile Atsushi. I got his Love Ballads album that was released a while back, but... Um, a couple of things that was released off of there that I ended up really, really liking. And I also went back and got Taniyuki's Myra, uh, the song that both me and you really liked last week, Luna. So I finally got that. And besides that, nothing too much out of the ordinary. Sunrise did put their whole entire anime collection for openings and stuff on apple music so there's a lot of cowboy bebop involved with that now so that's exciting and gundam and yeah gundam. yeah the gundam, gundam stuff's been up for a while but i'm glad that they're doing that because ooh, i need to check to see if they have the openings and endings to outlaw star because my god i love that opening uh I, real quick before we move on i am very eager to hear how is the new rosalia album that's really good. I mean, the new songs on there are really refreshing, and I highly would recommend it. I mean, if you like the band, but I don't. Yeah. I, it, I mean, they're it, not they, my they, favorite, still, but I do like them. They're still one of the the styles that they do hover on that visual case kind of aspect. So, yeah, and it's it's very interesting to say the least. I'm waiting to hear what Reza Sulin comes out with Era, which is the next album on the docket for for Bang Dream. So, but I mean, like I said, who knows? Bang Dream has been making a lot of freaking money as of late and it is Bushiroad's cash cow right now. So maybe we might see a new album from other the the other bands somewhere in the docket somewhere soon who knows but pastel palettes will probably be the first one because that's the one that they can probably get an easier time a hold of of everyone and maybe any happy any world. any news on an afterglow album uh, it will probably be next year but <laughs> it would also it would also kind of progress on if all the seiyus come back because the person that plays the keyboardist she only appeared like a, two or three times. So yeah, and that was part of the the whole afterglow. We are a band thing. 
And that was the first time all five of them were there. And, you know, Amane Sakura is one of the busier seiyus in the market right now, so it's hard to get a, a reach on her. Yeah, that girl stays busy. But she's talented, so, I mean, she earns her she, she earns her, her busyness. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, she's also Otako, so and they're, they're probably doing the new season for My Hero fairly soon. So Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. But, but yeah, with that, let's continue on to the news here. Uh, and it's kind, kind of somewhat. <laughs> but. First off, it is going to be the four-member punk rock band Spark Sound Show announced that they would be releasing a brand new album, This Is Spark Sound Show, as a surprise release across all digital music streaming platforms. This was the latest release done by the band since their new Black album back in September of last year and was their fifth album overall. You can check out all the information about that on our site along with the digital music link on our site as well. So... As all other punk rock bands, they are singing in all English as well. So go check that out if you are interested. And then continuing on up to vocalist Ron solo sound project, Stereo Dive Foundation released a brand new single, Sessions, across all digital music streaming platforms and will be his first digital single. This digital single has its track production and vocal recording all at his house due to the ongoing crisis of what's going on and started out as a fan participation project and you can check out more information about that on our site along with the links for a session for spotify and apple music on our site as well and then this already kind of passed but the vocalist pumpy announced that he released a brand new ep son of the kingdom on july 1st across all digital music streaming platforms you can check that all that on our inf- on our site, along with his song that he did with Hoshinogen, Sadashimono, on our site as well. Alright, moving on up to our next arc, we're going to talk about Visual K-Band The Raid, as they've announced they're going to be dropping a brand new single, titled Kamisama Mosukoshi Dake, which is set to drop on August 25th. Uh, the band had another single, titled uh, Kimi Puri, which was due for release at the end of July, but due to the current situation going on in Japan, uh, that had to be pushed back as well. So that's also going to be coming out on August 25th. Pre-orders are up on the site, along with all the details of breaking down each release. Uh, I know Kamisama Mosu Koshi Dake is, uh, has three editions, and, long, and Kimi Puri also has three editions. So you can definitely check that out on the site. And if you're curious to hear how the group sounds, you can check out their song One Night Kareshi uh, in the article. And also pre-order links are available in the article for all editions. All right. Next up is Japanese pop idol group Puridia. Puridia has announced that they are going to be releasing a new single called Tokyo Madonna on September 23rd. This will be the first single to feature their newest member, Anon, and it brings it to a total of seven members. The song and video, I'm guessing, is supposed to give you the feeling of running through the city at night. And uh, uh, Puridia recently performed it for the first time at the special event online Yatsui Festival 2020 on June 23rd. 
It will be released in three editions, A, B, and C. Type A will include a DVD with music videos. And the rest of that has not been released, which will be included in the other two editions. Pre-order links are not up yet. However, you can check out the track listing on our site. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to talk about rock band Alexandros. As they have announced, they're going to be dropping their very first concept album titled Bandroom Jewel and is set to be released on August 26th. New album was made while each member were working at their home during the crisis, and it it is pretty interesting how this whole thing came together. If you are interested in the album, there is a teaser that the band has dropped for the new album, and we do have that on the site along with pre-order links as it's being released in three editions. So if you're interested in Alexandros and want to check out what they're up to, you can definitely do that. We also have the full track listing as well. And then continuing on up to the Super Idol Group 8KB48, released the music video for the track Hanarete Itsumo on their YouTube channel. This is going to be the latest release done by the group since Shitsuren Arigato back in March and is actually an all-hands-on-deck affair as all current 105 members of AKB48 and one member of SKE48 participated in the song it is written by the lovely iatsushi akimoto and it's been a while for him to compose a song for this group so it's really good for him to kind of come back with that there was very very interesting enough eight surprise inclusions for this track and they're all former members maida atsuko yuko shima tomomi itano mariko shinoda haruna kojima Minami Takahashi, Sashi Hanardino, and Sayaka Yamamoto also participating and taking center stage on certain parts of the chorus. The track will be made across all digital music streaming platforms from a limited time only from July 1st to the end of the year and is going to be used to lift the spirits for those affected by the ongoing pandemic. And if you guys do buy it, they will all the funds that they receive from this track they will be using to support donations for research and stuff like that you can check out the music video on our site and it is probably their best song that i've heard in a long time and it tells me that uh akb still kind of gets it when yatsushi kind of writes their tracks <laughs> but i think it's also kind of helps that the other eight members were originally there too that that was like the gold standard I'm very surprised that the future came back to Saika Yamamoto, but that that's another thing in entirely. Yeah, of all the people you listed, that was like the most surprising to me. I was like, I'm surprised she came back, but I'm glad she did. So I haven't had a chance to check this out myself, but uh, it sounds interesting. Yeah, what's very interesting about this, they, they recorded the entire thing at their homes. So yeah. you get to kind of see what... Yet to see what a curtain looks like in the room for all those people who like to, you know, stalk them. Yeah, yeah, you get to, you get to like, oh, okay, that's what their, that's what their living conditions look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just a, not just a cage in a, in a, in a dorm room. But moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about boy group Jo One as they have announced they're going to be releasing their second single titled Stargazer. Uh, JO1 is the boy idol group that comes from the TV series Produce 101, which 
it's kind of like a American Idol sort of, but at the end of it, instead of releasing a solo record, they they form a idol group and they go off and make music. So this is their second single. Like I said, style Stargazers coming in three editions along with a bundle edition, and we have their last single titled Infinity. So if you want to ch- check it out and hear what these guys sound like, you can. And we have the track listing for all four, all three editions on the article along with pre-order links. All right, so next up is Japanese pop vocalist Beverly teamed up with Hanamoto Soto, who is a member of the popular male idol group Da Ice, for a special cover of the American song Endless Love, which was originally sung by Lionel Richie, featuring Diana Ross, in, and it was a duet in 1981. This track has been covered many, many times over the years and making one of the greatest love songs of the past decade. But Beverly and Hanamoto Sota had both met at the live events such as A Nation and had discussed about doing a duet together. So this was the perfect timing for them to do this. So they were able to release this on June 10th via all digital media platforms. And both vocalists share their comments and the collaboration, which you can read on our site. We also have the music video for Endless Love. I highly recommend it. They did a phenomenal job. Beverly's vocals are gorgeous as ever. And Hanamura Soto has amazing, powerful vocals. And they just make this perfect power couple when they sing. And I would love to see them do more things like this together. Yeah, I I, I found this uh, by accident on a through like a different channel and I was talking about this song with you kind of off the show and in, in, in our private lives. And this song is crazy good. Like the, like the power vocal, like Beverly's powerful vocals and, um, Hanamura's, uh, just able to like keep up with her and compliment her. Like, like they just knock this song out of the park in every way. And, uh, this, this is, I've had this song on repeat since I've heard it. it. It is such a beautiful and fantastic rendition of this song, and they they did they did it justice in every way. And it is a gripping performance by both of these. And I highly recommend you just going to check this out. It it is done so well, so well, so good, absolutely fantastic. One hundred percent agree. I hit the plus sign on this immediately. Oh yeah, it's on my phone too. Like, oh my god, so good. Hit the plus sign on this one. With that, let's continue on to the lovely four-member idol group Ryutis, and to bring up hype for their upcoming album Falsetto, they released a music video for their track Haru ni Yubiki or Yubikiri on their YouTube channel and across all digital music streaming platforms. You can check out more information about this on our site. This is actually really good for like photography and cinematography kind of kind of things cuz the the setting that they use is actually really beautiful. So it's a must see. So go check it out. And then continuing up to another six member female idol group Pixmix announced that they will be releasing a brand new single Tao Mawasutame no Uta on August 26. This will be their latest single since Chocolate Regret back in February and will be their third single overall and will be the tail end of the summer by kicking up an upbeat summer composition and hopefully they they said that their fans will 
really look forward to this track because apparently they had a lot of fun with it. We're released with two editions, and you can check out more information about this on our site, along with the music video for Chocolate Regret on our site as well. And continuing on up to the lovely spicy rock duo Wasabi released the music video for the track Sweet Sleep Sleep on Sony Music Japan's YouTube channel. Wasabi, who comprises of Maguru Taniguchi of Kanaboom fame and Maisa Tsuno of Akai Koem fame. You know, they're, they're very interesting because what Maguro does, he's been doing this a lot lately where he kind of brings on other rock composers and they kind of form songs together. They He'd done this with most of Narkaitaki also, but he's actually continuing up a project with this with Wasabi, if you guys don't know. But you guys got to listen to it. It's very interesting how he composes this track. And... It was actually composed remotely also with all the vocals done too. So go check that out. And links and the music video for that is on our site as well. And then lastly for re- release news, it is the lovely vocalist Merce announced that they will be releasing a brand new album, Shinonome, on September 30th. This will be... This announcement came during the Madafest 2020 online live that happened a couple weeks back. And Merce also dropped the design trailer for the album, which was uploaded on her YouTube channel very shortly. It will drop with 12 tracks total and come with three editions. You can check out all the information about this on our site. The design for it is very, very good. And I've, I'm really, really looking forward to this, actually. I wasn't too let's say interested or not really in the know with this vocalist but actually listening to a couple of her tracks it's one thing that i can't wait for what's very interesting is the two editions that she will be releasing with is going to be a vocaloid version and the other being a full piano version so it's it's something to look forward to all right moving on up to our first piece of regular release news uh six member girl idol group Mashiro Not Canvas has revealed their two latest members uh, to join the group. Uh, they had two people leave uh, at different times, and they had two people fill in those slots on the same day. So Umeda Hikaru announced that she would be leaving the group back at the end of March. And on June 7th, Ima Suzuki revealed that she would be leaving the group. So they were down two members, and then on June 22nd, they revealed... There are two latest members. So the one of the new girls is Yurina on the beach. That is her name. And uh, the other one is Haruka Hate. And uh, they kicked it off with a live performance that was held on July 11th. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we wish these two new girls the best of luck. Uh, if you're curious to see what they look like, we do have pictures of both of them on the site if you want to get an idea of who we're talking about. So, yeah, we wish them the best of luck and for their future endeavors. All right, next up, we have some very, very sad news to share. Actually, very depressing news. So Haruma Miura passed away at age 30. And those of you who don't know who he is, who he, is he is a very famous actor turned singer. And he is most famous for his roles in the films Attack on Titan Parts 1 and 2, Koizora, that's a tearjerker. Kimi Need Total Okay, Harlock Space Pirate, he lent his voice, Let Me Go, Never Let Me Go, 
The Last Cinderella, the famous TV show Bloody Monday, Crow Zero 2, Goku Sunda movie in the TV series, and many, many more. He had recently announced that he was going to be releasing his second single, Night, Night Diver, on August 26th. However, this did not happen due to due to his passing, so he did not show up for for his um, project he was working on, so his manager had went to his place and unfortunately found him found him and they he was declared gone when he arrived at the hospital. It is I'm still very depressed about this as I am a huge fan of him as an actor and as a vocalist as well as he was just getting his career started. And he had so many projects in the future lining up. I mean, he was a not just he was just a he was a great star. He had this great smile that was contagious. He had a recent musical he was going to be working on, and his movie, The Confidence Man, JP, was actually been released in theaters in Japan. So it's it's just very unfortunate to see someone who was doing so well and getting his career off the ground. And who was so young, he's younger than me, you know, see this happen to someone like, you know, someone like him. And it, it's, it's very, very unfortunate. And I'm still, I'm still very upset about it. Yeah, just to interject a bit. So he's my age. So that that's, that's uh, something that I need to deal with too. But so the news came out yesterday that they will release a single still. The thing is, if that thing doesn't make number one, I don't. I I have no idea what's gonna happen. It's a very. It was. It sold out everywhere. Yeah, it sold out everywhere at this time. So probably it's gonna make number one at this point. I. It's 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 sad to hear because he he is a very talented actor and. It sucks, kind of, like, everything that happened, too, because he just started this drama, too, and now they have to recast after they filmed the first episode. So, I don't... The drama that he was attached to, I don't know what's going to be continuing with that. I, I'm, I, They'll probably have to recast everything, so... Yeah, yeah, he... He was just such a talented person, and there, there's some information out there, however, until more facts arise about what happened, you know, I, I don't want to speculate. I just, I'm just very, it's just some very sad news that we're dealing with, and we offer our condolences to all his friends, family, all the fans, you know, who love him. I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I already cried in Koizora. Next time I watch it, I mean, I'm going to be bawling my eyes out and just, like, freaking tears. And I actually remember seeing that movie a long time ago because a friend recommended it and I loved it. And the first drama I ever saw him on was Blundy Monday. I remember watching that because I was so excited about it. So it's just very unfortunate and very, very unfortunate. So we, we offer our condolences and... I'm sure his single will hit number one, but it's just sad he's not here to see it. Well, yeah, let's um, moving on to a little bit of night lighter things. So let's continue on to this week's music corner. And this week you have the reins, Gray. So why don't you go ahead and take it from here? Sure. Uh, 
yeah, so uh, this week uh, I covered a four-member rock band, uh, Ace Collection. And um, I, I've, got to, I've, I've really enjoyed them uh, since I found them. They were recommended to me uh, through Apple Music, and uh, I've, I've really enjoyed my time with them. I've, I've felt like they have a good sound. But just to give you a little background on the band before we get too deep into it. So uh, they got started in December of 2017, just doing uh, covers of very popular songs. Their first video is still their most watched and viewed video on YouTube today, as it's garnered over 4 million views at the time of this recording. And it was Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, which was a song back when it came out was I don't know. Could you hide under a rock and still hear that song? Because it was everywhere. So uh, they covered that and they gained a lot of traction from that. And that helped them get a lot of attention to their YouTube page. And they put up several other covers. uh, And then they dropped their first single uh, a year later on December 12th titled Anger. And since then, they have dropped a total of three albums and six singles. Uh, the lead singer of the group is named Tatsuya, as he is the main vocalist. And he also has a wide variety of instruments that he can play, including the guitar, percussion, piano, bass, electronic, and beatbox. Uh, Tatsuya has soft and powerful vocals, and you can really hear that in his song, Yaku Soku no Shiori. Uh, which is uh, a beautiful ballad on their latest album, Love. Leaky is the main guitarist of the group and has, he, he really loves anime and has a deep knowledge of various anime openings and endings. Kanade is the bassist and he really likes hardcore emo. And he's actually been touring Japan since he was a teenager and he is the one of the group with like the most practical experience. And lastly, the drummer Riku has participated in so- solo de pro- uh, the solo project of X Japan slash to- uh, Toshi and has experience in metal, jazz, fusion, and EDM. And yeah, I, I really, really like this group. Uh, I think their best album, my favorite album that they... Uh, personally that they've done is their latest one uh l-o-v-e and it's only eight tracks it's not too much of an investment uh it's like you can check them out and you know i just i really like them i I like their sound i like their their vocal stylings I, i really like the lead vocalist i think he's very talented and uh you know they're they're a little bit more I would, I guess, I guess the best word would be a little bit more on the generic side. They they really flare a little bit more toward the pop side of rock than they really do like you know hard metal or anything like that. They're much more of a pop rock band, but they didn't define themselves as a pop rock band, so I didn't I didn't put that in there. But they, you know they still flavor on that pop side a little bit. Um, but they they do they they have a nice uh, refreshing sound to it. I I feel like uh, just fun and enjoyable music and you know they can get really serious they have some really good ballads when the end and if they do a good ballad like um you know tatsuya's lead uh, vocals are you know they're just fantastic like the guy can sing so well and I, i think his ballads really show like the full strengths of his of his vocal range and just what he's capable of doing uh just Really, really good. We have Yakusoku no Shiori in the article if you want to check that out. Uh, you can follow them on their website if you want to keep up with them. 
uh, along with their Twitter page. Uh, like they're just like I I really enjoy these guys. Uh, another song that I thoroughly love. I did not talk about in the article is uh, their song uh, uh, December Nine, which is a really f- fun rock song, and that, that one's pretty solid in, in the rock category. Uh, it's got really good guitars and good a good uh, drum line to it as well. Um, but this, these are just my thoughts. I already know what the feedback's going to be. But you guys go ahead, Luna. Why don't you why don't you start us off? What did you think of Ace Collection? So this wasn't my thing at all. Uh, being honest, they reminded me of One Direction and Jonas Brothers, and I don't consider them rock. I know Apple Music said rock. And they're listed as rock, but to me, this isn't rock. This is pop. This is very poppy rock. And I think my biggest issue was I felt like it was too out there, too One Direction-y for me. I thought their new mini album that came out in 2020, Love, was tolerable for me. Like, it was okay. I never listened to it again, but their first two ones... I had a big, I had trouble getting through because every song just sounded the same and endless. And once one ended, the other one started and you couldn't tell. And I'm just like, why is the same song playing? So I, I just unfortunately couldn't get into them. It's just not my thing. I thought they had great vocals, you know, but I just don't think their vocals with the music for me did anything, unfortunately. So I, I can see where you're your similarity or comparisons to Jonas Brothers kind of hands in there because they're a very poppy band I'm just going to be very straightforward with this and they're they're all right like like you said Gray December 9th is a really really great song and they really do lead on vocal heavy compositions and a lot more with that and I, I need that pizzazz for, for me personally, and a couple of their songs do have that. December 9th is one of them. Cinderella is also one of them as well. Blue and Upen is also a couple of those tracks that do have that pizzazz. But for me, it's 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 kind of run-of-the-mill. But that's how... I, I, I will judge harshly on rock for that. Because I am the indie guy, I will drudge. Because if you're going to sound a certain way, you need to sound out differently from the pack. You, I can't I can't deal with with similar bands sounding just like this one. They need to have a certain sound. And I know they can do it. It's just, just like Blue Gang Count for that matter. Where I, they, they just need one song to kind of... To make it stand out, so to speak, and we'll we'll get more on this on the Oricon because uh, a lot of the songs that one of the songs on the Oricon, I will have the same criticisms that it just didn't have the pizzazz that it it could have, but that's how I personally feel about the band. I I know they are a diamond in the rough, and I know there are some bangers in there, but they need to just show that one two thing to kind of let them stand out but that's mostly it for me i can i can probably see them doing very well later on but i i gotta kind of just watch from afar so to speak it's not gonna be a plus on my end so yeah uh you know we, we've covered this before in the past and uh i'm certain this won't be the the last time that that this happens where it's like you know one of us likes a group and the other other two are 
indifferent on them. Uh, it happens like that sometimes, but uh, thank you guys so much for giving them a listen. Uh, and um, uh, thank, thank you. Uh, I, I don't know how to end the segment. <laughs> Uh, it's easier to do it when everyone loves it because you can just kind of do the thumbs up. But uh, thank you guys for checking them out. Always, it's always good to listen to new things and get us out of our comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's not like we hate them. It's no, no, just, no. Yeah, I, I know you guys don't hate them. It's just not like my style that I listen to. It's not that I hate them. It's just not something like my go-to. You know, yeah. for I do like some pop rock and I love poppy stuff. However, this just wasn't my type of poppy stuff. I think if it was more of a female girl group, I would have been more taken. Yeah, I was going to say, if this was a female girl group, I think it would have worked a little bit more better. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that's how I perceive it. And I know how my style is. So it's nothing against them as a group. It's not like they're bad. It's just my taste toward it isn't, you know, isn't my like style. If I want more like pop-ish rock... I mean, I'll go more on the Evo side, I guess you could say. Like, yeah, because then I, even... I, I would consider, like, if... Polka like, Dot, Simple it, Plan. Like, if Polka Dot was doing the style of songs, too, then I think it would be somewhat similar. I, I would prefer a female female vocalist for this yeah. type of style, but that's neither here or there. But they're, they're just one song away to kind of making it big. I gotta ask, yes. so who did you get them from? What what person which band was oh. was a simulate because there are three former music corner bands that was assimilated to them. Yeah, I can see them for only one that I can see why they were very they were on the recommended list. So I can only see it. Um, they were they they they've actually popped up like two or three times under my recommendations uh like similar artists on apple music the one that got me to click it was uh maruri to ryuga yeah because they're a fairly similar style <laughs> yeah yeah no i can i can totally see that but it worked because they had the both of them yeah yeah and i and, and it helped out that female vocal the thing is it's like with with the thing that gets me it and we'll get upon this when we get to the horror <laughs> too because it's 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 very very similar one thing one thing for it is Tatsuya has very good vocals and honestly if this if i didn't know any better and i wasn't reading this that the whole thing that you gave us i would think it was just him yeah because it, it was it's it they slow they know that Tatsuya is an amazing vocalist and they put that front and freaking center <laughs> yeah he like he is the lead man in, in in a lot of ways uh and and the the idea of the lead man is is still around to some extent but some groups it varies yeah, it, but it's, it's, it, this group yeah, is some definitely groups it varies. yeah no it's it's definitely i want to say 60 40 all him oh yeah <laughs> and he knows how to play every instrument that the other ones so, like i think he writes like most of the music but i couldn't find that anywhere yeah. so i couldn't put that in the article but yeah he, yeah so he... it's 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 interesting to see that and i can i can understand why he would be the one in the forefront and that that's the only thing that killed me it's because i want the other members to kind of give that shine and certain songs they do but majority of the time it is Tatsuya's vocals that is the freaking limelight yeah and uh, that that's the one thing that kills me 
and we'll get upon this when we get to the archon with another song yeah <laughs> because it, it it was very similar in in the video. although although to be fair yeah. the song that you're alluding to me and you're on the same page on that one like 100 <laughs> percent but yeah yeah but yeah yeah, no. yeah. but but yeah thank you for introducing us to ace collection they are very interesting and after you know when we get to our roundup it'll be very very interesting to kind of go back to them it'll be a very interesting one to punch because because i saw you yesterday will be the band that we will talk about right before them (laughs) yes and it'll be interesting of opinions of how two on the opposite end of the spectrum bands kind of kind of go to there they're, they're radically different and and it, it's it's funny uh the thing is like luna's so luna has the same criticisms for uh both bands if, if i remember correctly and i don't want to put words in your mouth luna so so forgive me if i do because uh, I had a similar problem with I Saw You yesterday. I, I felt like a lot of the songs sound the same and similar and stuff like that. Uh, and, and I think I think it's funny and just uh, just an interesting observation I have is like if you like the group, you tend to hear the more nuance in each of the songs. And so you, you don't really you don't really to you. It doesn't sound like all the songs are the same. But when you don't like the group uh like i guess you're a little bit more critical of it and so you'll you'll they all blend more so more so more so if you have a bad first introduction to the group but regardless it'll be interesting to kind of come back to them yes with with i saw you yesterday right before (laughs) but (laughs) but but thank you for introducing us to ace collection they let's just say this much I, i i like them a little bit more but just a bit but just from this conversation that we're having yes <laughs> I'm, yeah it, it, yeah it's it's it's, it's and and um and uh I, i've been actually wanting to go back and recheck out i saw you yesterday so I'm, I'm really eager to do to do that roundup which is around the corner like that that'll be soon yeah so yeah that will be soon but yeah with that let's continue on to the orcon here it's a very interesting week yeah, it is a very interesting week. I kind of like this week. It's it's everything's not the same with only like maybe four or five. I, I like being the same. I like it and like it. I like this. I like it and like it's just a mix up, and we have a lot to talk about. Uh, as far as quality goes, I, I would say it's. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of mixed on the quality of it, but we'll get into it. But yeah, with that, let's go on to number ten, which is "Haha" by the lovely lovely inca jesus himself hikawa kiyoshi so it's been a while since we listened to haha which is mother it has been a long long time but it was nice to go back and revisit this song because uh i always forget how powerful his vocals are and then you know i hear it and i'm like oh yeah this guy's great (laughs) so it's, it's nice to see this guy again i'm glad he's here dude loves his mother and i i enjoyed this one i I like seeing him on here because it's a breath of fresh air to see some Enka. And the beginning of the song with the piano is absolutely beautiful and it really shines with his vocals. Yeah, that's that is really, really good. It, it it's like the same with Shodino Haramichi, where I, it's good to see him come back again. I see I will see let's just say this much with with Hikawa Kiyoshi. It's always good to we'll see him always in the beginning of the year because that's when he usually releases his stuff. He simmers off, and then an upsurge comes in the summer, and then dies again, and then an upsurge comes again right around Kohaku time. Yes, yes, uh, uh, this is we, We've seen this, 
for the past two years that we've been kind of closely following the Oricon here, and it's interesting to say the least. It is, and it, I like seeing him on here because it gives us something unique from the rest of the one the the you know usually the top ten just because he's you don't see much Inca on here in general except for him. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he's Inca Jesus for for something, yeah. <laughs> he's mm-hmm, earned his title. He is. Yeah. But regardless, haha, so this week a lovely 16,351 points. Continuing on up to number nine, it is Laughter by Official Hige Dondism. So, oh boy, I have some things to say about this song, but what did you guys think about this song first before I go ahead? I, I think the most positive so, one should lead us off. <laughs> it was okay. I mean, it it's for Official Hige, it just. It didn't feel like it was nowhere near their best. It was more of the, one of those metacore forgettable tracks by them. And I feel like part of it was I Love was so good. You know, you got Pretender, which is extremely memorable. You have Shukume. You listen to a lot of these standout tracks they do. And then you hear this one. And, I mean, they have great vocals, but that's really, that that's all there is to the song. You don't hear the uniqueness of their instruments or anything so for me i mean it's not bad it's just not them yeah like i don't want to be overly negative on this song because i don't think it's terrible by any stretch of the imagination but it it is not a song that i found particularly memorable the vocal work is Honestly, I was kind of mediocre on that too like i, I mean i think it's just passing it, it is a nice uplifting song i guess would be the best way to put it and uh that would be like the biggest points i i i would nail to it is it is positive and uplifting but it just this really doesn't stand out in any particular way and i'm really afraid of official hige dondism really going down this road um no, it's not a fair comparison, um, but it's the best one I can make. Uh, I'm afraid I don't want them to go down the Nickelback road. I'm sorry. It, again, the best comparison I can make. It's not fair, but it's the only one I got. Where a lot of their songs sound similar, because this song sounds like it. It does. It sounds unique in and of itself, but at the same time, it has like that same DNA as some of their other work, and it helps it blend in to their style and it just doesn't pop like it should and it just they have better songs and well well to to go off of that i mean this was the trap that i was afraid that official hige was going to be doing after the just the monumental success yeah that pretender got they're trying, trying, trying. And I Love was the the best representation of them trying to evolve from Pretender. At least with something. That and Shukume. Yeah. Was at least trying to be a stepping stone from Pretender to, to bring up their style. And this was heavenly leading onto Satoshi Fujihara's vocals. And it's the, the criticism that I will give for ace collection it's leading so heavily on the vocals and it it's mostly because this is a very uh, it's supposed to be an emotional uplifting song 
and they lead fairly heavily on that and i can understand their intent but it's just for me this song wasn't working and to be the second release that they done this year to a already lackluster year that 2020 has been becoming with an ongoing crisis and everything with that it's just difficult to put them on the pedestal that they were last year and if they were if they are going to go back to the kohaku it ain't going to be because of this song i tell you that much oh that is 100% no. true it'll be i love yeah which i'm surprised isn't on here neither is uh pretender but re- regardless laughter <laughs> and the criticisms aside this was the trap that i was afraid that they're going to go they're going to s- try to trend on pretender which they shouldn't. Yeah. They need to evolve from that, and that's what I want from all musicians. That I don't want them to become a one-hit wonder, which unfortunately, it's it looks like they're they're trying to escape or, the shadow from Pretender, but or, or chase lightning, not, which is also yeah, something chase, that yeah. I'm afraid they're doing. It's like, oh, we got we captured lightning in a bottle. Let's do it again. Like, no, let's not yeah. do that again. They they can't. They shouldn't. But this is this is another reason why I'm, I'm fearing for Lisa now. Because whenever she has a new track, it's going to be compared to Gurenge. Or is she going to take the thing from Gurenge and kind of evolve it? Because with the new Yaiba movie, I'm pretty sure she's going to be involved with that project because of how Gurenge was so involved with Yaiba's popularity also. That's true too. So I'm afraid of what's going to happen with the industry if they're going to be, well, this song hit. Let's try to make a 2.0 or capture it again. But regardless, laughter sold a wonderful 16,410 points. And going on up to once again to make you happy by Niju. Not much I can say about this song. Niju has been killing it since their debut. And more to them, this was an amazing track. This was their best track of that release that they had. And I'm glad to see it's still on here. Because, you know, that that was a solid song. But regardless, Makes You Happy sold a lovely 19,610 points. And continue on up to number 7. It is Kotsui by Eito. Not much what we can say again. Like I said, Eito reamed off of the stay-at-home movement during the price, uh, the crisis and is successfully doing very well with this. Like I said, we probably wouldn't have found out about him as much as we did from this, from from the, the ongoing crisis, yeah. but good for him. Yeah, yeah, silver linings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Regardless, Kusui sold a lovely 22,445 points. And going on up to number 6, it is Hadaka no Kokoro by Amyon. Amyon. So, not, not much again. We've seen her. She, she'll she stay on the chart for maybe another one or two more weeks. And, and uh, let's, I'm taking that bit there. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, I would. I would take you on that bet, but uh, I agree with you. I, I I think like one or two more weeks. This song seems to have a little bit more staying power than her last couple of songs, which is nice to see, but yeah. I, I don't think yeah. it's going to last too much longer. Regardless, Haraka no Kokoro sold a lovely 23,444 points. And going on up to number five, it is Your Eyes Tell by BTS. And 
What did I say a couple months back when BTS did another ballad song? That it was fantastic. That it was fan-freaking-tastic. And if they do more songs like this, I will eat this up. Oh, I completely agree because this song was amazing. And it was light with the other one they did. That was great. And I remember, like, loving it. And this one, it, I think this is better than their last ballad. I mean, this shows off all their vocal skills, the composition, the rap, everything flowed perfectly. And it was amazing. Yeah, this is a really, really solid track. I, I almost downloaded it. I, I was not quite at that level of I'm going to listen to this on a repeat, but it's still a stellar track. Very outstanding. Well done. And, uh, you know, I, I think I think uh, me personally, I, I can get bogged down in what BTS is supposed to be and forget that these guys are, are really talented. And when they sing and really just, uh, like, they can belt it, you know? Uh, like, like they, they can really belt these lines and do just amazing vocal work. You know, I'd love to see more of this. Um, you know, this is, this is absolutely fantastic work, and uh, these guys killed it. I mean, they, the Bangtan boys brought it home tonight, so... The, the, this will, we'll we'll talk about this one some more. I, I I guarantee you this is gonna be number one at some point. So, because uh, this is digital only, so it it was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When physical comes out, this is they're gonna knock it off the charts because they usually hit number one anyway. Not to mention they had cr some Korean releases recently. So I mean, this is gonna hit number one when that physical drops. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be fun to talk about the song again. It'll be fun to, uh, I don't know, I might come around and download it next time we talk about it because uh, I did love it. I, I did like it a lot. Uh, just did not quite love it to the point where I wanted to download it. But this was a solid track. Uh, BTS knocked it out of the park and uh, good job on them. This is fantastic. Oh, yes, yes. Like I said, you give me good vocal talents <laughs> with great composition. Mm, I will eat this up. Yeah. And your eyes tell was that freaking tastic. I loved every minute of it. And I can't wait to see more ballads by them. I know the army loves their pop and lock stuff, but you give me more of this. Hey, I, I will be I'll be part of the, the <laughs> volunteer I'll be on the, 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 the reserves there, man. You just tell me <laughs> we'll be at their next concert. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure like 90% of it will be all pop and lock. Oh, yeah. And the 10% that I will like, I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> You'll be like in tears, that's, screaming in the crowd, yes, waving your lighter. Yes. Yeah, that's not, that's not going to be worth the, like, I know the $210 a ticket. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> I'm sure they put on a great show, though. Yeah. And, you know, they probably do their. Their big ballad melody and oh my gosh, seeing this live, I'm sure would be oh, amazing. Oh yeah, it, Just, if, if, if I would love to see it. If I saw it live, oh my freaking god, I'd be in tears. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would too, because it is just such yeah. a beautiful song. And I mean, the more and more I listen to it, I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Regardless, your eyes tell sold a lovely twenty four thousand three hundred twenty four thousand and thirty six points. Continuing on up to number four, it's Yoruniko Kiryu by Yao Sobi. Yao Sobi just k 
killing it at number four all the time yeah. for the past two to three weeks. That's a hard lock. So good for her. Good for oh, yeah. her. Like I said, we probably would have seen her maybe once or twice. Yeah. Before this, the the crisis was going on. But since we've been seeing her every week, I've been loving it. There are other other creators that are doing covers of her songs, and good for her. Good for her. You get that money. <laughs> you get that chance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, like I said, the, the the one good thing about what was going on was the the rise of internet music artists, and I've been loving it. So good, good for Yao Sobi. Good for Yao Sobi. But regardless, well, yep. Yoru ni Kakeru sold a lovely 27,509 points. And continuing up at a hard lock at number three, it's condemned by Yunezu Kenchi. So I know where me and Luna feel about this song. It's very his style. It's very, very his style. It's a next evolution of his style. So I know from talks that we had personally that. You Gray, you're not really a fan of his style, and that that's one thing I understand completely. Yeah. When he writes, when he composes other tracks, and when he does these collaborations with other artists, he is fan freaking fantastic. He knows how to do it. Do just encapsulates the 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 guest collaborator that he's doing's vocal skill and does it to verbatim. Machigai Sagashi is one of the reasons why that song did very well because yeah. of Suda, Masaki Suda's vocal skills combined with the composition that Kenshi did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. those two work together However, so Yeah, yeah, those two work together so great. And we'll, we'll talk about this more later, later, but I know that you had a hard time swallowing that when he does regular compositions for himself, it's it's a 50-50 coin of a bitter pill to swallow, so to speak. Yes. Of of what what's good and what's not. I I personally like it because it's a little bit off the beaten path from what he usually does. And it's it's something that is very interesting regardless. So yeah. how how did you feel about that? Yeah. Uh, I, I did not like it. <laughs> but I didn't hate it. No, I no, didn't no. I did not hate it either. It was just, it was one of those tracks. Yeah, where I, I just I did not know how to feel about it. So one, let me get this out of the way right now. That music video is nightmare fuel in every way. Like that music oh, video yeah. is no, no. nightmare it's, fuel. It's 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 beautifully <laughs> shot because it takes the perspective of a driver, but it makes me never want to be a taxi or an Uber driver ever. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> tell you that much. or if I see a dude in all silver, just run the other direction. <laughs> like I'm, not, I'm just gonna run that <laughs> run that sucker over. <laughs> like, oh my god! So um, th- I wanted to get that out of the way, but yeah. So this song it. It's an interesting style. I, for for me, I think one of the things that I really struggle with Kenshi Yonezu, I, I believe he's a really brilliant composer, and I, I do think he does his best work when he's working with other people. Uh, I just do. Just from what I've listened of his music and from what I've listened compiled to his other stuff, I think he just works better with other people. When he writes for himself, uh, sometimes I think he gets a little overindulgent, but... This song is okay. The like the biggest thing that I loved about this song is the trumpets. The trumpets are the saving grace mm-hmm. of the song in every way. I the trumpet work is fantastic. So, but so I I gotta I gotta ask. Yes. So the the latest release that he did before this because this is gonna be the lead track for Stray Sheep. Yeah. 
which is his newest album. If you were to compare it to Uma Toshika and Umito Yure, out of those three, which would you like? Because they're all similarly styled. It's all Kenji style, but I'll, I'll, I'll leave the twist of what yeah. each is different yeah. later um, on. But. Oh, let's see. I, I remember not liking Uma Toshika, and I need to re-listen to that because it's, it's been a hot minute since I've heard it. Yeah, I remember you not liking it because yeah. it does do his self-indulgence. Yeah. The the, the uh, Children of the Sea song, I, I think that was, of the three, I think that was my favorite because that one's fairly pretty when you get down to it. Uh, I think I think there's a lot of artistry in that song. It's it's just it's a gorgeous song and mm. something like like he cuz he has this ability to compose really gorgeous music. I don't think he's the strongest vocalist uh so to speak. Well, the thing the thing is with him too, he loves to run his thing through auto filter. Yeah, yeah, he he does. Um but um you know but I, I mean, like I said, I do think this one is a step up from Uma Toshika, and I don't think it's a terrible song or, or anything like that. Like for me, like I, I never care much for his hooks. I guess is the best way to put it. Like I, like, like when you hit, you hit the hook of the song, it's just like it, it just doesn't catch me. It never grabs me in any mm-hmm. manner, mm-hmm. and it's usually some gimmick in the song that grabs me instead of the hook itself. So like uh, the trumpets in, in this one, uh, like the, the like the hook and the melody, I think are okay. Uh, but it was the trumpets that really carried the song for me, and and I think like the vocal work in it is is it's okay. I don't think it's the best or anything like that. But it's yeah. not his worst either. I, it, so it's, it's middle. I, I, and this is this is this is another question that I'll come I'll I'll, I'll throw out to you. Sure. Also, Luna, we see artists that we gotten to know over the past two years. So what the the rise of it was? I'm young and. Yunazu Kenshi and official Higedondism with Marigold, Lemon, and Pretender, respectively. How would you do you think that his style, their styles got worse, better, or more along the same from that initial track? I think Yunazu's has stayed consistently the same, to be honest. For okay. me, since I heard Lemon, he keeps his releases consistent, and he is that that vocals recognizable music style. Mm-hmm. And but each song stands out, and that's who Yunezu is. So for me, I feel like he's pretty consistent, and remains the same. For Aimeon, she, I mean, even since Marigold, I still think her music is very, very solid. Mm. And yes, it isn't been chart topping. However, I've enjoyed all her releases, and I loved How to Know He. I thought that was yeah. fantastic. How to know he, in my opinion, is one of her best songs. Oh. And I loved Marigold, and How to know he is probably her best. How to know he is, I, I think, a criminally underrated song. Like it's so good. Oh yeah, like, that I think that's her best song too. Like it's really good. Yeah, so I think she's still doing solid music. I I, I think for her though, she's been touring so much that she really hasn't had the time to release more. Yeah. Well, and I think Hadaka no Kokoro is actually very solid, and I really like it. It's not my favorite by her, you know. It Hadanohi and Marigold are still my top two, but in general, I think she's still doing very solid releases that are great. With official, I mean, I think Shukume was fantastic. I loved yesterday. I think One Love is really good. Laughter, though, mm, 
it's like a huge step down for them, but that's mm. only one song since I love. So I'm not going to grade them yet. I think they've done some solid releases, but I want to see what more they're going to do after Laughter and how that will be. Just because they do one song that might be very metacore and not doesn't stick out doesn't mean they're going to go down that path. So for them, I do still want to wait. I feel like with Official, I've grown to like them a lot more because when I first heard Pretender, I'm like, eh, it's okay, you know, and the second time I heard I loved it. So I feel like some of their songs have that vibe for me where I might not like it the first time. Besides, I love, I loved automatically. But they're for me one of those, you know, I might not like it yet, but then I grow into it. So them I'm still not sure about. I think laughter is the only reason. Hmm. I think... Kinshi has been the most, I guess, evolutionary artist of the three that we've covered. You know, as much as I have the, like this love-hate relationship with him, you know, you, yeah. you know, he 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 does experiment wildly. Because the first song I ever heard done by him was "Peace Sign," and love that song. Love love that song. Oh yeah, yeah. no, you, you can tell like. After after kind of listening to a lot of his other music with the, throughout the two years that we've been covering him, it's interesting to see he probably made Peace Sign because Sony freaking asked him to make an yes. anime song. Yes, yeah. And he probably was like, okay, I'll make an anime song. And this is the most anime-ass anime song. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so yeah, good. It, it's great. It's great. And, it's great. It's a great song. And it suits but, his uh, vocal uh, silence that, that so well. It yeah. suits his vocal yeah. silence so well. And, and that's the one thing that I, I know he, he, he just did an anime song to do an anime song. But... It, I I find it odd that he that was like the one song that I felt that just really nailed his voice and um a lot of other times like like for me it's like really hit and miss it really just depends on the song like it took me forever to come around on women like I eventually grew yeah to like I was gonna it, say but... so so how like we all three of us like it now but I I remember our initial hesitancy for it. Because well we we first we really, really liked the B side song, but we were just so shocked to the core of how Lemon was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it it took me a while to come around on Lemon, but it I I did eventually come around to it because it is a pretty good song and it, it, it does have a good hook to it. It just uh I, I don't know why I didn't like it at first. It was a it was something we even heard before. I think that was a big thing for it. It was something very odd yeah. and just his exper you know how experimental he is. We weren't used to seeing something like that on the charts. I I was taken aback by it. I didn't know what to think of it, to be honest. Yeah, we all, all of us were like, we didn't really understand what the popularity was for yeah. it initially. And when we kind of sat down because we, it was shoved down our throats for how many <laughs> weeks. Long time. That we, we got to it eventually. And, you know, th this is very, like... So that's just how I feel about Lemon. But yeah, continue how you feel for with with Aimeon and yes. Official. So for Aimeon, Aimeon, I, I think she's really consistent. And honestly, I'm going to issue this statement way more to Official than I ever would to her. But there's nothing wrong with slowing it down. Good music takes time to write. If you're cranking them out once a month, you're writing trashy music. So, you know, she's been touring a lot. She's been busy a lot. Uh, I want her to take time. I want her to write good music. I think she's really the most consistent. I, 
a lot of her songs that she's released since Marigold, I've, I've enjoyed and really liked. And I think she does really good work. And for official Hige Dondism, with the exception of I Love, every song they release, I like less and less and less. To the point where I'm over them. Like, I, I, I'm not interested or excited mm, for their mm, next mm. song. Like, like, I want them to go away for a year or two. Mm. And, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm not saying that to be rude. I want them to write good music. I want them to go and be creative. And that takes time. Like, like yeah. they're just... Yeah, and I, like, I, I can understand that it's probably they're thinking that if I'm stepped away for so long yeah. that people will forget us. Yeah. I, I think that's the reason why they're fairly, fairly consistent of their releases. Yeah, I, I, and I get like you want to ride the wave while you're high. I I, I get it. I, I really do. But you know, there there's, I mean, how many rock bands have stood the tests of time? You know, they'll you know they take two or three years between releases because like, you mm. know, like you you just can't sit down or in a at night. Least, yeah. At least five to six months. But yeah. regardless, I mean, this is their first release since I Love, yeah. and I Love was what what January. January, yeah. So at least six months, but I, I, I think it's because we had to be comparing it to the other releases that this was just the sour point. But yeah, well, true. But I, like, like I was to me they were kind of on a downward trajectory to begin with, uh, and then like, like, like I said, like I love kind of like seems to me like the outlier in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and and then like. Um, when this song came out, it's like okay, we're back down the slope, but we're further down the slope because we're going down the slope. Yeah. Like like that that to me is is just it with them. And like I said, you know, I've not grown to hate the group or anything like that. But I'm just like, eh. I mean, you're 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 not looking forward to their mm. releases as you once were with yeah exactly yeah because to, yeah, to Shukume yesterday yeah because. I wasn't. I don't remember being that crazy about yesterday, but I, like I, I like I really loved the opening of Shukame, and I thought it was a, a pretty solid follow up to Pretender, and I, I thought Pretender was a great song. And then it's like yesterday I was kind of lukewarm on, and I love. I was like, okay, that's a that's a really good song. It's a good step in the right direction. And then like I said, you know, uh, laughter is like, eh. it's it's right back yeah, in that so- slope of like, okay, this was worse than the last one, and 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 it's just yeah. like. Eh. Yeah, I, I understand. So, like, for, for me, yeah, Kenshi is obviously, he's going to be the outlier here. With all the songs that he released from Lemon to now, to Kanden, they've all been differently tonally, thematically, and he always tries to evolve his style. He's the type of artist that I just love because he's not going to go back to the song that makes him popular. He's going to try and yes. rejigger the formula and and I, and if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, it doesn't and, work. But you know he tried, and, and, and even and that, even that's one thing. And even though he's very hit and miss with me, I have the most respect for him out of the three, because he he is experimental. He, you know he's gonna he's gonna try something different with each song, and and I have a huge amount of respect for that. And then for I'm Young, so you know after talking with this with you guys, you know I get it because. With Anyong, her it takes talent to to do these kind of songs, and she's like Kenshi and and composes and writes all of her songs. Yep. 
So mm-hmm. that that that's one thing. Well, with official Hige, you know, you get the band, you got everyone collaborating of how it all works. But with Amio and Yunezu specifically, they're writing, composing, and everything by themselves. Mm-hmm. And that kind of talent takes a while. Like, case in point, we're gonna talk about this more. Kenji's only release last year was Uma Toshika. With just a couple like covers like that he did for previously released songs because he did Paprika, so he did Engli- he did a cover of Paprika. Or same for um, Uchiage Hanabi. Yeah, but he's also been collaborating with other artists and, and involved in other projects. Yeah. So so. It- he, you know, even though it like he had a slow year last year, you know he's still been busy. I mean, he he collaborated with yeah. Arashi to do the the Olympic song uh, for kite for for kite yeah. and Machigai Sagashi was also a part of that. Yeah, so it, the guy's been busy. It, it take yeah, the guy's been busy for for his personal projects anyway. But re- release wise, I mean, how many releases did Aimeon did last year? I think two. Oh, two sounds right. Yeah. To, I think it was Hadunohi, and there was another one yeah. like around October, September. Know, September. There we go. That like was on there for like maybe one or two weeks. It was day. like her blue sky. Was that the translation? Sora no. It was Sora no Aosa or Shiruhito yo. Oh. Who knows the bit blueness of the sky? Her yeah. her blue so, sky yeah. is the English translation. Yeah. Yeah. Um. She also did a. Well, she did a couple other ones too. Besides Harunohi, she also did uh in July Manatsuno Yoruno no Nioi oh, yeah. Suru. Oh yeah, that was her summer song. But yeah, yeah. And so she yeah. did about three releases, give or take. She did three. Yeah. And nothing held a flame to Harunohi, right? No, no, neither of those did. I mean, I thought Sora no Aoso Shiru Hitoyo was good. I thought it was better than Manatsu. Yeah. However, I think Harunohi was the best one she did of last year. And with official, official, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with both of your points. I can't judge it from just this one track, but it has been going on to a a downward spiral as of late with them because they're trying they're trying to capture lightning in a bottle what they did with pretender and it unfortunately it's not working and i thought i love what's going to be that okay they kind of moved on they tried to they tried to do something new with i love while still holding on to pretender just a little bit but no this it it didn't hit for me but Oh, yeah, that that's a good discussion that that's that's for us because yeah. you know we got to see these three artists literally before our eyes kind of become the shot so to speak over the last 2 to 3 years now that we've been doing the show. Yeah, and it's it's good to see that these new artists kind of come right before us. I'm interested to see how Aimeon's going to going to be and shake out, but I I think Kenshi's going to be the brightest star of them all, just just as as my my personal opinion, I think like he's gonna have like the biggest career and probably go the longest. Well, for for me, if not if not, um, as a as an artist, I think he'll do much more better as a composer. Oh, he'll 100%. be in the he'll be in the industry probably the freaking longest. 
successfully in the industry. Yeah. The longest. Yeah. That's what I think. Amion has done some some com- composition work in the past. She actually worked for she worked for Johnny's for a bit, if I remember correctly. Yes, she did. She wrote some of their songs, if I'm correct. Yeah. So she she did some composition work back then. So she might come back to that if her vocal style doesn't end up going well. The one I worry about is official, to be to be frank. Oh, uh, yeah, I I'm I'm afraid I don't. It's too soon to call, but I I am worried. Like you like you said, like I I think I think they're just going to chase lightning, and I I don't I think at some point they're not gonna like reality is just going to catch up with them, and they're not going to be able to maintain. So- if 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 we are still doing the show for three more years, I would hopefully I would like to continue the show for a while more. Same. <laughs> it'll it'll be good to see how everything shakes out three years from now to see where these artists are. Yeah. Because by then we'll be full force into what is going to shape Braywa. We knew what shaped Heisei for the longest time, the music industry. But we're at the infancy of what is going to make Braywa great, and by the time three years from now. We're gonna see probably what is the shape of the music industry through Reiwa, or the Japanese music industry anyway through Reiwa. Sorry that went on a little bit longer than I would have hoped, but it's good to have this discussion because these are artists that we got to see right before our eyes, kind of grow in popularity. Yeah. So regardless, Condon sold a lovely twenty-eight thousand five hundred and forty-nine points, and going on up to number two, it is Fanbear, Fanfare once again by twice. So. How did you feel about this song, Grant? Because we missed your initial discussion yes. about this last week. I remember covering this song uh, when it was announced, uh, and I, I was I was I listened to it then. But I did go back and re-listen to it because it had been a while uh, since I had listened to it. And this is a good song. I I, I didn't download it. <laughs> uh, this is kind of similar to the BTS one. It's a song I really, really liked. I, I did not quite hit the plus sign on it, though. But it's still a really solid song. I think it's leagues better than the the other song that was up here last month. Like, like, the, like, there's just a night and day difference. This song is really good. It's really fun, and uh, the girls look like they're having fun, which is always a good way to lead me into enjoying a song. Is when the artists look like they're enjoying it, and. Yeah, I, I had a blast with this. It's fun. It's upbeat. It's got a good hook. Uh, fun melody. Uh, girls do great vocal work in it. And I mean, it's easy to forget how great they are vocally, but these girls have got it. They're, they're strong, powerhouse vocals. And, you know, I, I think they really knocked it out of the park. I felt like this was one of their better songs that they've dropped in a long time. I felt like they, they really knocked it out of the park and um, they, they did a solid job on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think our opinions of it really did change. Did it? Did no, it no, I still like it. I mean, I, I think they're finally starting to find out who they are as we've gone along Yeah. and I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite one by them, but I still think it's solid. I think Breakthrough is still my favorite. Regardless, Fans Fair sold a lovely 31,393 points. And continuing on up to number one, it is Night's Cold by good old Yamapi here. Yamashita Tomohisa. And... 
how did we kind of feel about this song? It's uh, very, I liked it. It's very interesting. To it say is. It, it definitely is. It wasn't what I was expecting from Yama P. I don't know why. I was kind of hoping maybe it was because he does some really good dance songs. And that's what I was kind of hoping it was. However, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was a really nice... I, I'm trying to think, like, relaxing track. It reminded me of, like, a summer night. You know, when you're sitting out in a nice, cool summer night and you just get this, like, nice breeze. That's the type of track it reminded me of. Or if you're on the beach at night looking up at the stars. Uh, ironically, you know, with this track, this is part of a drama that he is actually a part of. And it is called The Head, and it's on Hulu right now if you guys want to go check it out. He's a part of it as one of the, the cast for it. And it's taking place in the middle of, of the Antarctic. So that's really ironic that you say it's a summer beat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's because, like, if you're... I was thinking not maybe, like, this summer, like, when it's hot as hell. Yeah. But I meant more of at night when it cools down. Like, if you, let's say, live in, like, Arizona net where the, the days are super hot and it's really chilly at night. Mm. So that's what kind of reminds me of. You're going from really hot to this really cool night. Mm -mm. Like, more chilly. So, this... Oh, so, go, how'd you feel about the song? So... I hit the plus sign on this one. This song was so good. Oh, yeah. I loved it. This was my favorite song of the and, week. You know, yeah. Go ahead. It, it's funny because when I think about this, the, the song is mostly sung in English also. Too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's the one of the, the correlations that they had to do with the Hulu stuff, that the song had to be in English mostly. <laughs> I, I would That would seem right. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. It, it is mostly in English, but really, I think the reason that really brought me to it is just the vocal work in this song was so good. It's so good. Oh, my God. And the, the melody in it was so pretty and... Just th this song really came together. I, I felt like, uh, and uh, he just he just killed it, absolutely killed oh. it. I was like, oh my god, yeah, yeah no, oh my lord, every everything that had to work worked with this strong. Oh my lord, song of the week, my personal and song you, of the week. Oh my god, yeah, it it is a very I like I can like I said, it's a very. I could see it as a Western influence song, and I could see that the reason why because of what it's attached to. Yeah, but it's it's interesting, and it's I I wouldn't mind seeing a lot of songs like this by Yama P. And I know he he likes to do certain styles like this, but it's I I wouldn't mind much more like this. Oh, I agree. I mean, his vocal work was really showcased in this, and it was just gorgeous. I would like to watch that drama now, just just to see him and hear the song. Yeah, he's like one of the the, the major players in the in the drama. I think he's actually featured in the the poster for it too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. The song's oh god, so good. The highest recommendation to go grab this song. Oh my lord. Regardless. Night's Cold sold a lovely 73,458 copies as it was only CD only. Uh, it's it's kind of funny that he does this. So even though he's not part of Johnny's, he still kind of does these kind of things CD yeah, only. Yeah, some people but, like the old old way of doing things though. With that, let's continue on to the 
albums here and it's very interesting couple of outliers so we got traveler again at number 10 got the four live the best of bish yes. the best of for bish at number nine eight is five by mrs green apple so congrats for them number seven is a brand new one it is the feet grand elder original soundtrack number four so i guess there was three other ones that sold fairly well but guess so and then the the mini album copy of make you happy by need you so that number six and then the single collection uh plus achikochi by the lovely sakamoto maya at number five here yeah i'm so glad i contributed to that (laughs) and then continue on to number four it's I always forget how we decided to pronounce this. Hangare? 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 I really need to ask Kill how to pronounce this. But yes, our, but our Korean is very again, bad. Killing it. Yeah. At number four. Number three, it is Wall by Rosalia. I, I helped out with that. So this is the number one original album on here from Japan. So good for them. They probably would have liked that at number one, but uh, I can see why number one is number one. Yeah, but uh, number two done number really two. well, which I'm I'm happy for. I don't yeah. own this, but I'm glad it's, it's here. It, it, it's it's a best of, so the best ofs are always going to do well. Regardless, That's true too. If you're a fan or not, so man with a best mission from man with a mission at number two at number one it is the mini album version of map of the soul seven the journey by bts and listening to to their latest song i can understand why so oh yeah yeah and this also has lights on it and a lot of their newer stuff so this just has lights this has a lot of their japanese version of their songs so airplane fake love Fake Love was really good, too. Yeah, so, Your Eyes Tell is also on here. It was probably... It sold freaking phenomenal. It sold more than anything in the singles chart combined. 579,000. Yeah, so. yeah. They did great. Good job, guys. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah. With that, you can check us out on all the social media stuff at Ongakuryu on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on YouTube at Ongakuru You can check out. That's where we put our our YouTube-only anime special, so go check that out. You can follow our affiliates, Karyu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer who does just horrible games as of late because he's punishing himself by going through Donkey Kong 64. He 101%ed that, a game that he just absolutely freaking hated. But is he okay? Why is he torturing him himself? Yeah. It's more of his audience that is torturing him because they made him play. Oh, poor guy. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our Ember other affiliate, Timberta. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right. He took the week off because his girlfriend is moving in with him, so congratulations to him. Yeah, you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out your sister, Luna Rose, who is going through lovely Monster Hunter, doing some drawing stuff, and she's going through Animal Crossing with her Switch. Yes, she is. 
And you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And you can also check out our other affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name. She is part of the Zelda community. Go check her out. She's She actually writes for the Zelda community as well. So you can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And you can check out the podcast that I do with Kyo, Timber, and Fangirl called Potosaurus. It is a gaming-centric podcast, and we try, for the love of God, to stay on topic, but it is very hard. Here are the wonderful things that we decided to talk about this week. We talked about... We talked about Sexy Kong for some strange reason, and all the Kongs that are dead in Donkey Kong 64. He really did not like Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> and then we did talk about Xenoblade, but yeah, you can check that out. Just look up Cory Hunter on all the podcast streaming services and you can find it out there. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at OTYKen1 where I am talking about all the lovely stuff like Bang Dream, Seiyus, and more Bang Dream. And of course, I did talk about the Xbox lovely showcase. That was a dumpster fire waiting to happen, but that's neither here or there. You can also follow Renford at RenfordD. Where can we follow you, Luna? You can follow me on Twitter, letter, my uh, letterbox, my anime list, Anime Planet at Luna Maria eighty seven. You can find me on Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna. And where can we find you, Greg? You can find me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, all that fun jazz. I am. 60% oh my way through Xenoblade Chronicles speaking of which cuz I had beaten 2 and I started playing 1 and uh I'm on chapter 11 of 17 so I'm a good chunk of the way into the story uh really enjoying that uh and I've also started Persona 5 but uh Persona 5 is going to be a slow burn for me I'm only through the first castle or sorry palace uh and um I'll eventually get around uh, to, to doing that as well. Uh, other than that. So, yeah, if you just want my two cents on all that fun jazz, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray. But, yeah, once again, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna wishing everyone a fantastic week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Ja matane. And this is Gray. Thank you so much for tuning in and hope everyone enjoyed it and we'll see you back here next time.